I need to open one more tab here for our mail. Oh, we have some. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, we do. It's great. You're going to love it. Is it just the gall guy again? <laughs> Not just. Okay. Well, <laughs> boy. <laughs> That was a goofy-ass laugh. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on a second here. Hello, pod people. Welcome back to another episode of Big Bad Nonsense. I am Sock, sitting with the greatest man in the world. It's Biscuit. Live from my ass, it's Saturday night. What's up, dudes? Uh, I, I don't know if our listeners can notice this, but we've done a switch around of the sound system. We're trying to improve audio quality. And now every time Biscuit yells into the mic, he's distorted. And now I am not. That, that's a great intro. Good job, Sock. Okay, so I've already screwed up. Well, I'll just try to talk very quietly today. <laughs> Biscuit, how are we doing? Ah, we're, we're doing all right. We're decent week. I, uh, I got some surprise money, so that's fun. Uh, are, you, are you talking about your stimulus check? <laughs> I live in America, dude. We're never getting that shit. <laughs> Fair enough. So, what's the source of the surprise money then? Well, um, I uh, moved a little while ago and I closed my electric account at the apartment, and my final bill was minus $138. So, guess who got a check? I'm going to buy drugs with it. All right. That's pretty fantastic. Uh, along top of that, uh, say something positive. Uh, Kind of related to that, actually. A couple of days ago, I closed out my renter's insurance on that apartment because I forgot about that. I've been just, like, giving them money for no fucking reason. I was like, oh, shit. And they asked when I moved out. I said a few months ago. And she was like, I can only credit you one month back. Is that okay? And I was like, well, I didn't think you were going to give me shit. So, yeah. So, that was like a free 20 bucks. Isn't that fun? It's 20 bucks. I'm going to buy drugs with it. <laughs> All right. So now let's move on with the show. Hey, hey no, you got to be positive. Oh, I got to be positive. Uh, the weather here was glorious this week, and uh, I went cycling just about every single day. Well, that was worth it. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Okay, now, Biscuit, now that we've solved the hissy mic problem on your end, uh, can we open up the mailbag? Yeah, it turns out I just have to point the mic at the fucking ceiling. Yeah, let's get that mail. Okay, super. So, the first message we have is from John. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe it. And, and he wants to know, what is your favorite film? What is my favorite film? He doesn't say Biscuit specifically, he just says your, so I guess that could be me or you. <laughs> Triumph of the will. No, <laughs> um... Uh, <laughs> I mean... I, I... I don't know. I saw 1917 recently, that was really good. <laughs> I like Super Troopers. Okay. Raging Bull's a good movie. 
Okay, you know there's really only one good answer to this question, and that is snow dogs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Um, <laughs> well, that was uh, John coming in with the change-up. Look at that. Well, th there's a reason for this. I, sh I should probably explain a little bit. Uh, I, Biscuit, I made a deal with the devil. Uh, I mean, that'll happen. <laughs> I promised John that if he stopped sending us uh, Steven Seagal requests, that we would that we would do Steven Seagal's Lawman uh, on on the show at some point. Is at some point today? No, no. The the at some point is not today. But I told him that we would do it before the summer. I mean, that, I'm all right with it. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, so. <laughs> Okay, so I have made a deal with the devil, so John might continue to mail us, but at least we're not going to get any more Steven Seagal requests. Oh, keep mailing us, John. We fucking need it, but um, thank you for mixing it up. What's your favorite movie? Tell me next time. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you say a Steven Seagal movie, though, I swear to God. <laughs> okay, uh, our next email is from Steven. And he's from Parts Unknown. He didn't uh, tell me where he was from. Uh, and he just wanted to know if we're ever going to start uploading the podcast to YouTube again. Well, I mean, that's kind of your department. I barely even tweet out that we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> that is my department. And the, the reason I haven't been doing that, Stephen, is because uh, YouTube... Uh, sucks for very long videos maybe i'll start doing it again but do really a lot of people actually listen to podcasts on youtube i was gonna say like clearly he's still listening so i don't really get what the big deal is i guess he just wants a really large um version of that fantastic graphic you work so hard on <laughs> uh i i apparently it is uh a thing that, that even with some larger podcasts, that people will only listen to the podcast on YouTube. And I have no idea why. Like, I don't understand the point. The one theory I might have is that's how they started doing it a long time ago, and they're following something, and they want all that they've listened to already marked. Like, in, you see what I'm saying? Like, I mm -hmm. used to listen to them on Stitcher. And then I moved to Spotify, and for the longest time, the ones I listened to on Stitcher, I kept Stitcher just for them, because I didn't want to accidentally, you know, re-listen to shit on the new platform. So maybe it's that. I, I suppose. I mean... Or it's some um, deep underlying mental condition. I mean, one of the two. I, I mean, like, if you use, like, iTunes or something like that, it'll tell you what you've listened to, so... Uh, I don't know. I... I didn't say I did. I'm just speculating here. I'm trying yeah. to help Steven out. <laughs> okay. And our last... He needs, e he needs it. He nah. needs it. There we go. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, our last email is from uh, Phil, and Phil is from the UK. And Phil says, uh, I am wondering if Biscuit is actually as bad at geography as he seems to be on the episodes that I've listened to. <laughs> What's a UK? <laughs> um, it's, I mean, dude, we had an episode that this guy over here asked me to name all the presidents that died in office, and I didn't get one. 
JFK and fucking Abraham Lincoln, like, that was too obscure for me. <laughs> so yeah, like, I, and the best part is, like, as, you know, a little shithead prepubescent a teenager on my parents' time, I've traveled all over the world and I still don't know shit about it. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Because I maintain that you actually know more than you pretend to. And I'm going to test this right now. I've developed a test inspired by Phil's email, okay? <laughs> I'm intrigued. Okay, so I'm about to send you an image. I've just sent it to you in the chat now. Uh... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to make you... Okay, so for the listeners... Of course, this is an audio medium here. For the listeners, let me explain. I've just sent Biscuit a numbered map of Europe, okay? <laughs> and I will, I will put a link to this image in the show notes so you can test well, yourself. Big Russia. <laughs> I, you can test yourself as you listen along, okay? I'm only going to ask you a few. I'm not going to ask you to name the entire map. That would be a ridiculous waste of our time. But... <laughs> oh, crap. Okay, so... Biscuit, uh, you'll notice that all of the countries are numbered. Yeah, I did. I did see that. All what thirty nine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now let's get let's let's start simple. Okay, Biscuit, me, your co-host. I live in Slovakia. Can you tell me which number Slovakia is? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, thirty four. <laughs> That's uh, that's Kosovo. <laughs> <laughs> I had a teacher in fifth grade that like thought that she was helping Kosovo by just writing it on the dry erase board. So you really don't know which one Slovakia is? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so I figured that if I did this as the first question, I could easily embarrass you, and I have succeeded. You you can't even isolate the country your co-host is is living in on a map. Zidane Ochara would be so disappointed in me right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So for the record, uh, listeners, if you're following along, Slovakia is number 24. So, like, I was south of it. That's something. <laughs> okay. like, fucking Russia or <laughs> pick like Iceland <laughs> okay I should have picked Iceland but I think people would have known that that was me throwing it, it, it yeah I mean like you, you should know that this country is landlocked we've discussed that on yeah. this podcast before yeah but yeah I mean nah, I'm, I'm what's his name Phil right yeah yeah nah, I'm a fucking dumbass dude <laughs> <laughs> okay but you did you, which one did you say Russia was 13 okay so you got Russia let me ask you uh, 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 an easy one, then. Where does Phil live? You said the UK, right? Yeah. Isn't that two? That's number two. Okay. Now, which one of these countries is France? That I really should get, and I'm not going to. Um, fuck. Let's go 18. That's Germany. <laughs> I mean, who would know about them? What have they ever done? 
Do you want to try it's again? It's only like the biggest conflict in modern, <laughs> you know, human history. So why the hell would I know where it is? <laughs> Do you want to try again? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Seventeen. That's Poland. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one that they invaded. <laughs> It was okay. like the highway for Germany. <laughs> you know, Poland, you can get a real good recipe for ice cubes. <laughs> um, okay, Phil, I, I think we've demonstrated at a very important point here uh, in that if, if you think Biscuit doesn't know about something... Uh, <laughs> he, in fact... There's is- a good chance you're correct! <laughs> Uh, like Christmas trivia, I got that shit on lock. <laughs> okay, uh, some some countries are incredibly distinct. Which one is Italy? That's twenty. Okay, okay, okay. So y- y- you recognize some shapes. Okay, and for the record, recognize some shapes. <laughs> That's the level of expectations that we have like lowered ourselves to. <laughs> Like, oh, he knows about the boot. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, for the record, France is number six. <laughs> uh, so I was to the right of it, and then I got further right. <laughs> you went in the total wrong direction. Oh, until I got to Russia. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's let's close that map. Let's forget that happened. <laughs> I'm going to try to. <laughs> okay. A reminder to all our listeners, Twitter at BigBadNonsense or BigBadNonsense at gmail.com. Uh, please message us because we have uh, nothing else to do. Yeah. We got to start a segment called Stump the Biscuit. <laughs> and email shit in and just try to make me look like a dumbass. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, so... Let's just move on with the show. Ah, yeah. Biscuit. Yes, sir. QAnon. (laughs) Great guy. Biscuit, what is QAnon? Um, it's like if Pizzagate had a traumatic brain injury. (laughs) It's good that you brought up Pizzagate because I'm going to remind our listeners to go back a couple episodes and to re-listen to our episode on Pizzagate because everything that we're about to discuss today directly relates to that. So if Pizzagate was a drunken game of telephone, uh, QAnon is like a game of Mad Libs on cocaine. Yeah, I'm going to do another Pizzagate analogy. Uh, QAnon is like if Pizzagate and 4chan fucked and had a kid. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, I can see it. That went over like a lead balloon. Okay, (laughs) go ahead, do what you want to do. I'm sorry for interrupting. (laughs) Now, the reason I make that comparison is because when you go back and look at our episode on Pizzagate, it was very clear that Pizzagate started as one person just making some wild claims. Uh, it started to move around the internet from person to person, from fake news outlet to fake news outlet. And every time it would just gain more traction and have little details added to it. Now, Yeah, it's one of those things that 
You only need one person to agree with you, and you've already poisoned the well. Precisely. Now, in the case of QAnon, the reason I compare it to Mad Libs is because there really is no substance to the originator or originators of this conspiracy theory. It's just fill in the blanks by whoever reads and interprets the messages that come out there. Yeah, um, these Q drops, uh, as they're called, when he's, you know, giving you some new details. I mean, I haven't really looked that deep into it because it's such a fucking pile of bullshit waste of time, but, like, we don't know who Q is because it's just anybody that can sell themselves on the idea that they're Q. Precisely. Exactly. Uh, we will actually be getting into discussing a little bit about who Q is, uh, but throughout all of this, I'm going to point out that it doesn't matter who is actually doing it, because regardless of who the person is, it's bullshit. We know who it is. It's some fucking loser in a basement, some neckbeard. It doesn't really matter which one, because it's still completely devoid of any credibility. Precisely. Uh, just as an example, to get us started off here, so for people who don't know, what QAnon is, so if, if you don't know, lucky you, uh, maybe you should get off the internet before you have to hear what we're about to say, because... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I appreciate you guys listening, but if you don't know, like, catch us next time, save yourself. <laughs> uh, QAnon is basically a person who posts on the internet claiming to have Q clearance, which is a real type of clearance. It's a very top security clearance in the United States government, and they have been leaking uh, information from the government to the people, uh, stating that, you know, various things are going to happen. Well, not even really stating things that are going to happen, but making vague gestures towards something that's going to happen. You know, one time I almost got a job that was going to give me double top secret clearance. And I didn't even really like the job, but I kind of wanted it just so I could tell people I had that. <laughs> I mean, just a little aside. But. It, it, it's, a, it's a cool thing to brag about, although I guess if you have security clearance, it's probably not something you're supposed to brag about. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would have been bad at the job because I would have like just been like, look who just got double top secret. <laughs> but before he mentioned it, I was like, wait, that's a real thing? I thought that was a joke. Anyway. Biscuit, just as a little bit of a demonstration here, I have a web page, and now all my sources and all of this stuff is going to be linked in the description, so users, if you want to check some of it out, go ahead. I'm not looking at the map again. No, 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 no. This is not the map. What I've got here is I've got a website that uh, has archived all of QAnon's posts. There are about uh, 4,900 posts from QAnon. Uh, I want you to pick a number, and I will put it in. It's like the joke book, but dumber. Um, yeah, exactly. 69. <laughs> okay, uh, no joke. Uh, 69 is the post that I actually have queued up on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, to the surprise of nobody. <laughs> Because I was like, this will probably be the first number he picks. I was like, it's going to be this or 420 or something like that. So I actually have, like, 
69 already queued up on my computer. Okay, so let me read to you uh, post <laughs> Q drop, because this is what they're called. Q drop number 69. God's, nice. <laughs> Godspeed to those who will be put in harm's way. You are the bravest men and women on earth. We will never forget. All share one title in common, and that is the title of hero. And then it goes on to a Bible quote here. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures and blah, blah, blah. So it's the Bible quote. I'm not going to read a big, long Bible quote. Now, that... Yeah, fuck you, Jesus. (laughs) That doesn't really say a whole lot. But, Biscuit, just choose another number. Just... Just because I want to demonstrate a trend here. Well, I can't say 420 now. I look like a big idiot for not the first time this recording. Um, 2122. 2122. Okay. Uh, there's a link to a Twitter status, and it says, Knowledge is power. Q. Man, makes you think. <laughs> Uh, just to choose, actually, let's put in 420, just to have a look here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, okay? So, 420. All devices provided specifically for calm here. Secured, in parentheses, heavily. Non-win 10. Multiple. Q. And finally, let's go lead. 1337. Okay. Facebook is listing, listening to you. 24 slash 7 slash 365. Literally. F9 algorithm. Are they recording slash safe housing? Metadata collection? Question mark. Building 8. DARPA. China, China, China. Q. <laughs> China, 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 Putin. Um, that, that's probably the closest thing to being true that they've ever said, because <laughs> Facebook's mind the fuck out of you. Yes. But then he just starts, like, throwing a temper tantrum and raiding <laughs> China over and over, so... The, Even when he's right, he's wrong. <laughs> uh, the, the point that I wanted to get out here is that a lot of these posts are very vague. Uh, they just sort of reference something. They gesture towards some sort of international event. You could literally read anything you wanted onto these posts. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, I can't remember that douchebag's name, but the... Uh crossing over guy years ago that you know he was like john edwards he had like the live yeah he had the live audience and he was like yeah i can like talk to you dead answers or whatever and he'd just like walk out and be like i'm hearing somebody here who knows somebody named dave and somebody would be like oh my god that's me like if you make it that vague that you're just kind of shotgunning an audience and you know you'll hit one then yeah, you can be quote-unquote right when mm-hmm. you're not actually saying anything. <laughs> Precisely, right? It's like if you say something vague enough, it can apply to anything. It's exactly that. Like, I could tweet out, like, something's going to happen today. And, you know, if you're an idiot, you'd be like, oh my god, he's right, something did happen. <laughs> Okay, now, here's the thing about Q. It wasn't always this way. In the beginning, he was a little bit more specific. So let's give a little bit of background to our readers here. So QAnon, uh, I'm sure that most people are aware, who know the name, are aware of its association with 
the uh, storming of the Capitol on the 6th of January. Was it the 6th of January? Yeah. Uh, man, I've never been prouder. <laughs> uh, several of the people there claim to be proponents of QAnon. Now, QAnon... Yeah, the, like the quote-unquote star of the show was the QAnon shaman, that fucking idiot in like the furs and whatever. Yeah, the guy with the buffalo yeah. horns. Yeah, like, what a dick knows. Anyway. <laughs> we'll get to those people eventually, but for today's episode, I want to focus on the origins of Q. This is going to be at least a two-parter, and this episode we're going to look at how Q began, where it started, uh, who you know, was behind it, or who were the big players in it, and what eventually happened uh, before we get into the modern era. Oh, we're doing a series? I am fucking there, dude. (laughs) Well, this is already a spiritual series to our episode on Pizzagate, because QAnon, uh, the basic tenets of the QAnon believers is that everything about Pizzagate is essentially true. So everything that we said about Pizzagate, mm-hmm. where that Democrats are running a secret satanic cabal that controls uh, various vestiges of government, and that they sacrifice children uh, and things like that, and uh, they're they're running this uh, these p- pedophilia sex cults, that all still applies to QAnon. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those ones you can be literal when you say. There is not a single person that believes in one and not the other. You're either not an idiot, no, they're both bullshit, or you believe both. You are not one and one on this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely. Now, uh, there are a variety of other beliefs that exist in the QAnon sphere. And I just want to say this to listeners. We will mention a few of them, but there's no way that we could mention all of them. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about a group of people that whatever they throw out on the internet automatically becomes true, like, only so many fucking hours in the day, dude. Yeah, exactly, right? So we can talk about some of the things that became a little bit more mainstream, uh, but the thing is, is that QAnon is a very decentralized movement. Uh, People have all put their own interpretations on QDrops, so... You can have these little QAnon groups that meet on Facebook or chat on WhatsApp or something like that, and they can come up with an idea or an association to a QDrop that will live and die solely within their group and will never make it to the larger mainstream. Or on the opposite end of the spectrum, you can have Majority Taylor Green, who is a member of Congress. There we go, right? Sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes oh these God. ideas spread and take hold, and they move between groups, and then they become part of the 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 national Q psyche, I guess. Literally a member of Congress. That's Q back. So that, that's fun. She's not the only one. Okay, we, we, we'll get... <laughs> <laughs> even, even, what's her name, Bobert? Uh, the, the, the congresswoman from, from yeah. Colorado. Is it Lauren Bobert? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you got that right. Uh, man. And you guys wonder why I don't know anything. It's because learning makes you sad. <laughs> we will get to uh, various members of Congress eventually. Uh, for now, let's go back to the beginning. So, as we discussed in P- uh, Pizzagate, 4chan is a website that exists. 
Uh, it is basically what is known as an image board. You can start threads on this about any sort of topic uh, as long as your thread begins with an image. People can reply and answer you and things like that. And going there is a very bad idea that you shouldn't do. <laughs> now, 4chan has various different sections, uh, each with its own topic. Uh, you know, to, to their credit, they have some fairly normal boards like origami or stuff like that or desktop wallpapers. Uh, they also have some more horrendous uh, boards, such as B, which is yeah, the... Yeah, I mean, it, they also have boards that if you pick the wrong day, you need to wipe your computer because of what loads on it. Yes, right? Th that is absolutely true. There are some people who post some rather vile things. To their slight credit, uh, the mods will definitely delete and ban anything that seems outrightly illegal eventually yeah but i mean they will let you get right up on that line and still let you go mm -hmm. uh okay we're gonna focus on a board called pol p-o-l <laughs> which uh isn't that the origin of the donald didn't it like come out of there uh i'm not familiar with the origins of the Donald, it's entirely possible uh, for users who haven't, or listeners who haven't figured it out yet, uh, poll is clearly for politics. This, this is the politics-based <laughs> board. Uh, in terms of 4chan, it's just basically white supremacy. Uh, yeah, it's like Stormfront, but it's a different URL. Okay. So, back in the... Uh, At least this one, when you type the N-word, it censors it. it <laughs> Anyway, it'll still let you do it, but it'll be like we're gonna put some stars on that. <laughs> anyway, uh, just don't go to 4chan. I mean, if you really want to go and check out their origami board, okay, but like, there's not many other things that are worth checking out. I don't know why and I chose origami. Stormfront either. It sucks. <laughs> anyway, back on the 28th of October, 2017. A Q-drop, uh, the very first Q-drop, was posted in response to some people discussing, you know, whether or not Hillary Clinton uh, should be uh, thrown in prison. So let me read for you the very first Q-drop, if I may. I thought about asking for one earlier, so yeah, let's do it. Okay. HRC extradition already in motion, effective yesterday, with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged, effective 10.30 at 12.01 a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. USMs will conduct the operation while NG activated. Proof check. Locate an NG member and ask if activated for duty 10.30 across most major cities. Okay, so there's a few weird acronyms in here, but let me fill people in what they mean, or what I suspect they mean, because it's entirely possible they mean something else. Uh, HRC is obviously uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Everyone knows who she is, I hope. Uh, yeah, sadly. Even I know that one. Okay, USMs would be the United States Marines, and NG is, uh, is short for National Guard. I would, yeah, make that assumption as well. Okay, so basically what Q is saying here is that uh, Hillary Clinton is going to be arrested and thrown in prison 
and the National Guard and the United States Marines are going to conduct a bunch of operations on 1030. So I'm guessing that'll be the uh, 30th of October, two days away from when this post was made. And this was what year? 2017. Okay, how did that go? Because I guess I missed it. (laughs) It never happened, of course. (laughs) What? (laughs) Anything specific that you can point to, and Q specifically said this, none of it has actually happened. Like, I guess some of them you could twist and say, yeah, it might refer to this. But here, like, this is the very first post, and they're effectively saying Hillary Clinton will be arrested. Yeah, it's bullshit from the start, and it simply didn't happen. I mean, you don't need to go more into it than that. It did not happen. And yet, here we are. Hillary Clinton is free. Uh, yeah. And believe me, I could make a good argument for why she shouldn't be. But it's it's got nothing to do with this bullshit. (laughs) Okay, so this post presented by someone claiming to have Q clearance, someone claiming to be part of the United States government, uh, having top-level military clearance to be aware of secrets and things like this, this is nothing new on 4chan. This has happened many times. There have always been 4chan posters who claim to have some sort of special government access. In 2016, there was an FBI anon, uh, a supposed high-level analyst and strategist, um, offering intelligence about the Clinton Foundation. Uh, There was HLIA, uh, or HLI anon, high-level insider anon, is what that stands for, who posted a bunch of conspiracy theories and riddles and claimed that Princess Diana was murdered uh, because she found out about 9-11 before it happened. <laughs> there was CIA... I mean, and she was murdered if he stopped there. <laughs> there was CIA Anon and CIA Intern uh, in early 2017, uh, both claiming to be working in the CIA. And, of course, there was... Uh, I love CIA intern, because that makes sense. <laughs> like, you're interning at the CIA. You're probably being scrutinized as much as anybody interning anywhere on Earth. And you're like, I'm going to go on 4chan. Yeah, that's plausible. <laughs> that's the thing. If this really was someone who wanted to leak out information about a conspiracy that was going on, if they really have this high-level access, they're not going to be doing it through 4chan. No, they're going to be, like, getting Anderson Cooper on the horn, being like, yo, I got something for you. They're not going to go these bunch of fucking idiots that are, like, arguing over the hottest anime character. This is, this is a very common argument that is made by QAnon supporters when you point out that, like, why does he have to release his information through Chan boards? That doesn't make any sense. They all say, well, he has to because this prevents them from tracking him. That is a garbage argument. Let me give you a case in point. Okay, case in point, uh, the Daily Stormer, okay, is a neo-Nazi online newspaper. They have been kicked off of... (laughs) They have been kicked off of so many web hosting platforms, and yet they are still on the internet. There is always a space you can find to put something up. And, like, the, 
the the owner of that website, Andrew Anglin, he's on the run. Like he's wanted for to be served papers in several civil civil court cases. So that that that's not true. If a bunch of neo Nazis can keep their website up when no one wants to host it, then it's not an excuse. Yeah, I mean neo Nazis can post anywhere they want. It's called Breitbart.com. <laughs> Another excellent example, right? If some of these more vile things can be on the internet, QAnon can start up their own website. Like, sure, okay, make it secure if you wanted to, like a tour a tour address or something like that. But there's there's no excuse for posting on Chan boards. It really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and acting like it's untraceable is also just false. Like, if they're high up enough and they want to find you, they're going to find you. Just because you were anonymous on a Chan board doesn't mean you don't exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they will come down on you. Assumedly, right? Like, I don't know how competent the American government is at catching people who leak information. It seems to me that, like, they're not very competent. I don't know how competent the American government is. <laughs> In general, yeah, so that's a pretty good argument that, like, you don't need to hide. No, you can probably do it right out in the open. In fact, a lot of people do. <laughs> anyway. We had a president that did. <laughs> anyway, uh, just to move the story along here, for some reason, these Q drops, these Q posts, uh, caught the attention of two 4chan moderators. Why these ones and not any other... Th- any of the other insider anons, I don't know in particular. Probably because these people are grifters, and I will give evidence as to why later. Mm. Mm. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. So here are two names that you need to remember. The first is Paul Ferber. Uh, he was known as Baruch the Scribe. And Coleman Rogers, who was known as Pamphlet Anon. So these are their nicknames on the 4chan message board. Okay? I'm... Unlike earlier in the episode, grateful that I've never heard of them. <laughs> Paul Ferber is going to come up quite a bit. Anyway, these guys... Coleman dis- Rogers sounds like a guy that, you know, he's at Cornell. He's the third told douchebag. Uh, m- no? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you that uh, uh, Paul Ferber is from South Africa. Well, that's fun. It's a nice place. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was a white guy. Black, and then not so much. Well, I mean, like uh, after apartheid, I think like the, uh, the 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 situation has reversed a little bit. Oh, oh, it could be better. Can we agree on that? Okay. Yeah, I think that the 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 black people are now in control of South Africa. Well, I mean, it's theirs, so good. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you completely. Paul Ferber, of course, is white. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's continue. <laughs> God. Good luck cutting that one off, buddy. Yeah, we're yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> let let me see if I can start this over again. Episode, I try to make it tough on you on purpose. <laughs> Okay, Paul Ferber was a web developer from South Africa, and uh, Coleman Rogers is just a guy from Virginia. 
Now, they decided that this Q stuff had some merit, so they decided to seize upon it. They said that we need to bring this out to the mass media. So basically they said, you know, let's see if we can bring this QAnon stuff to the baby boomers, to the Facebook crowd, to the non-internet savvy people of the world. Yeah, I mean, that's how uh, the Comet Ping Pong guy happened, that it was just a guy that didn't really get how the internet worked. And he didn't realize that almost all of it is people lying to you. So, I mean, you float that out into that sort of audience, you're going to get some bites. <laughs> so what both uh, Rogers and Ferber did was they approached a YouTuber known as Tracy Diaz. Okay. <laughs> now, if that name doesn't ring any bells, that's probably because you don't spend a lot of time on conspiracy theory YouTube. But she is... Oddly, no. <laughs> And I don't recommend that you do. Anyone who's thinking of going to look her up on YouTube, like it's going to turn your recommended videos to absolute garbage because as soon as you watch one, it just feeds you like 20 more. Yeah, you get like ones about how Snow is a bunch of nanorobots from the government and shit like that and like pretty much curtains for you. Actually, I'm not sure how much that still applies to YouTube because... I don't really, like, back when I used to do more research on YouTube for this podcast, like, I ended up with, like, a million Flat Earth recommendations, and, like, it was just, <laughs> it, was, it was a nightmare. Uh, but I think that YouTube has largely stopped the whole disinformation spiral that you can sometimes go into if you look up one conspiracy theory. My boss is a Flat Earther. Is he really? Yeah. He believes in Lizardmen, too. Oh, boy. Is he constantly, he like... Has, he's got, like, $5,000 in a crypto that's, like, total bullshit and never going anywhere. <laughs> he's one of those guys. <laughs> uh, does, he, does he ever proselytize to you? Does he force you to try and... Does he try and convert you to Flat Earth? He tries to get me to buy XRP. Oh, boy. He's, he's holding a turd. XR, I used to own XRP, and I sold it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, I, I had like a hundred or something. Like I bought it when it was like really cheap, and I just sat there, and I forgot about it. And then I found it, and I was like, why do I still have this? And I was like, I'm going to sell it as quickly as possible, and I did. Yeah, it's a fucking turd. It's a giant turd. Anyway, uh, we're going to get a bunch of angry emails from people who bought XRP now. <laughs> I hope one's my boss. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it, it's interesting that we bring up flat earthers because one thing you'll notice on YouTube is that the uh, sort of trend of flat earth videos or flat earth uh, promulgators has kind of flattened down or leveled off or even dropped in some ways. That's because they've all gone to QAnon. Well, I mean, let's get them all in one place, and then, you know, it makes dropping the bomb that much easier. Th this is one thing that we need to remember here, that the evangelical nature of some of these conspiracy theories uh, eventually channels people all into one thing. So, whereas you might have had quite a bit of overlap between, like, flat earthers and people who believe in lizard people and then people who believe in Pizzagate... They've all sort of merged and been blended into QAnon because QAnon is, is 
it can be written by anyone. Like it's it's an open book. It's an open story. It's like Mad Libs, like I said before. Yeah, it's like one of those stories that's in like Google Docs that anybody can edit it. So it's like, come all ye dumbass. <laughs> anyway, uh, that brings us back to Tracy Diaz, who I mentioned. Okay, so she is a YouTuber. She spoke a lot about different conspiracy theory style topics. Uh, one of the things that she'd spoken about before was Pizzagate. Rogers and Ferber convinced her to join on and start discussing this. So she made a video about QAnon. Finally. Good. Now, her this video blew up. She had maybe 200,000 views or something like that, which for a conspiracy theory video is a big number. Yeah, because the people that aren't stupid don't go there. So you're looking at a small fraction of people to begin with. So, yeah. That's now... Like- Five million for a good video of something that's not dumb. Yeah, exactly. Right? Now, the the thing I want to point out here is that this is part of one of the reasons why you'll see a lot of these people at the top of the QAnon heap is because it can get them a lot of solid attention. Now, 200,000 people is nothing compared to some other YouTubers. Like, I don't know, someone like Casey Neistat might get like a million, two million views on a video or something like that, or even more. But not everyone can achieve that level of success. Now, when you do something like this in the conspiracy realm, like Tracy Diaz has done, you can get fairly regular views and a fairly supportive audience, you know, between 50,000 to 100,000 or even more views on a video, and that will be steady. Anytime you post something about this conspiracy theory, it is steady. Yeah, and you're pulling, like, Lonely Girl 15 numbers. Mm-hmm, exactly. You remember that one? <laughs> I remember it. I'm not sure how many people do. I, I guess it depends on how saturated We're into the internet. We're old, dude. <laughs> well, is Lonely Girl 15, like, that's all about immersion into the internet. Like, a lot of these things, especially with when it comes to QAnon and 4chan, your level of knowledge depends on your immersion in the internet. You and I, we spend a lot of time on the net. Tragically, yes. <laughs> I mean, we do other things, too. but. Uh, we, we're, we're versed in that culture. So someone like a baby boomer uh, who isn't going to know anything about, you know, Lonely Girl 15 or what 4chan is, someone like Tracy Diaz who can break it down in a visual medium for them, that is far more appealing. So anyone who's already sort of prone to conspiracy theories or very credulous can easily find something like that, and this is where it starts making the jump. Yeah, it's something that I think I've uttered on here before, that um, the worst thing the internet gave to humanity is no matter what you think, you can now find somebody that agrees with you. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. And so this woman, she's just like giving you you know, the Cliff Notes version, just like a crash course in it. So that's really good for people that don't know that the internet is bad. <laughs> so this unholy trio uh, started to work very closely together to promote Q, to bring Q to a larger audience. And they were very successful very quickly. Uh, I just smashed my microphone. Anyway, okay. So... The three of them, it became very clear that 4chan wasn't uh, going to remain the only place for Q drops. So the three of them opened up a subreddit. 
Good. A lot of good stuff happens on subreddits. <laughs> okay. R slash beating woman, R slash jailbait. I mean, they've had some R slash the Donald. They've had some really great ones. Uh, I think all of those that you've mentioned no longer exist. I would certainly hope so. Uh, and this QAnon... The question is, how did they get approved? <laughs> that is a valid question. Anyway. Uh, they're gone. Let's just be happy about that. And so Less is this, shit. <laughs> so is this QAnon subreddit. So for anyone who's like, you know, oh, now they've gone too far. <laughs> for anyone who's wanting to go to Reddit to read any sort of these old messages, it's gone, right? It's not there. Now, that's the thing about Reddit is like it's more open than something like 4chan. It's more easily accessible. I'm not going to say that it's very well known among boomers or anything like that, but the, there is some moderation, some, uh, I guess, organization to it, whereas like something like 4chan has absolutely none. It's like chaos unbound. Yeah, it's easier to get boomers on Reddit because there's subreddits that are just like pictures of dogs and shit that, you know, they'll stumble onto there and then like look to the right and the related stuff and be like, Oh, Chelsea Clinton did 9-11. Let's look at this. And then off you go. There you are. And of course, Reddit is easily searchable through a search engine, of course, because like, you know, if you want to find something on 4chan, those threads have a shelf life. They disappear and are deleted. So unless someone is archiving all of it, and there do exist archives, but it's not easily Googleable or something like that. So if you're going to search through Google, something that's on Reddit is far more likely to come up. So if you hear these yeah. whispers of, you know, sat satanic cabals and things like that, and if, if you're already searching for terms involved in Pizzagate, you can very quickly be directed to Reddit where these three people are promoting QAnon. Yeah, it's a much better place for it because, like, 4chan threads the more popular they are, the quicker they die. You can have one that it's into the ether within an hour, whereas Reddit's more traditional, the internet is forever. Pretty much, exactly. Uh, until they delete the subreddit. Yeah, I mean, you can still go in the Wayback Machine, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think you can search that way. The, the, the point is, like, it's, it's all over the internet now, so it doesn't matter that the subreddit is gone. Like, this QAnon stuff has just gone so far and wide. Like, if you Google it, you're going to come up with something. Yeah, it's done its job. It doesn't matter that the original source is gone at this point. This episode of Big Bad Nonsense is made possible by... Diarrhea covered in pus for a week. Okay, so this increased their level of success. Now, 4chan, one of the things that it doesn't tolerate very well is bullshit, and QAnon clearly was. So, eventually it's something- What? <laughs> what? What do you mean? You're calling it bullshit? <laughs> I'm forming my whole life around this. <laughs> Early QAnon posts were usually very specific about what was going to happen, and of course, as I'd like to point out, none of it ever does. Hillary Clinton is still a free woman. Okay. Yeah, um, they're batting about 0 for 1,000. National Guard has never been mobilized. Martial law has never been declared. 
Donald Trump has never instituted a mass arrest of a bunch of people who are considered pedophiles and Satanists or anything like that. So these very specific claims that came up at the beginning uh, very quickly just annoyed people on 4chan and it was clear that he couldn't stay there. QAnon, he or she or whoever it is, could not stay there. Yep. So you take your snake oil, you pack it up, and you go to the next town. And the next town would be 8chan. <laughs> Which, if you thought 4chan was bad, holy shit. <laughs> if 4chan is the center of hell, uh, then 8chan would be the steaming diarrhea that Satan has taken in the, in the center of that. Yeah. It, it, if 4chan is shit, 8chan is what shit eats. Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> I want to print that on a t-shirt. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no one will understand it, but I'll have it on a t-shirt. Uh, the point yeah, is... Hell, I don't care if people understand me if you listen to this show. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so they moved to 8chan. Now, once again, I'm going to bring up that thing I was saying before. It's like, if QAnon really is this high-level person, why does he need to post on things like 4chan and Reddit? Uh, and my argument against his being credible for that reason. Uh, this takes it to the next level. If he is, was, or is a real person, why does he need to go to 8chan? Because 8chan is particularly despicable. If Yeah, I mean, put, put this in perspective. This high-level government guy has to go to a place because his shit wasn't good enough for 4chan. <laughs> now, whereas Biscuit mentioned before that some things can slip through moderators, uh, some very illegal and nasty things can appear on 4chan, the moderators will eventually delete those. That doesn't happen on 8chan. <laughs> 8chan, they encourage it. 8chan, I would like to point out, is a place where child pornography uh, and descriptions of violent abuse of children can be openly shared on some of the boards. Yeah, like, it, it, it'll stay there. And they have moderators, and they're like, carry on. The people who like, run... it's that bad. <laughs> the people who run 8chan are free speech absolutists, uh, which is a bullshit term as far as I'm concerned. But they use that to say that any speech should be allowed and permitted uh, no matter what how vile it might be considered by society. That, to me, is garbage uh, because we're talking about abuse of children here. Your free speech doesn't involve abusing children. Well, in this country, um, you know, free speech amendment, um, I would say you are free to say that you're doing that and free to get arrested by the cops and go away forever. Thank you for identifying yourself. Yeah, hopefully getting a swift punch to the nose from someone uh, along Amongst the other areas, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, the point I'm trying to make here is that the main premise of the QAnon movement is that Democrats are abusing children, are involved in a satanic cult that harms children, and here 
QAnon is sharing his top-level information on a message board where pedophilia is uncensored. Yep. Uh, to reiterate that, he's talking, or, or she, <laughs> yeah, right, um, is talking about rampant child abuse as a claim that they can't prove on a place that's like, yeah, we do that too. Here's proof. Mm-hmm. I mean, that should raise a red flag or two. If QAnon really was going to do a sweeping roundup of all the child abusers in the nation, uh, the people who post on 8chan would very easily be swept up in that. Yeah, they'd be like 90% of it. <laughs> Probably. Okay, anyway, moving on. Now, uh, among this... I look forward to our 8chan user emails. Oh, boy. Uh, you fucking pedophiles, you should be killed. <laughs> okay, in addition to all of this, uh, the Diaz, Rogers, and Ferber also started the Patriots Soapbox YouTube. Don't bother going to look for this YouTube channel anymore because it does not exist. YouTube uh, does not allow this kind of QAnon stuff anymore. Uh, if but it still existed, I would not be going out of my way to look at Patriot Soapbox. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. You can still find, you know, Jerks. videos on the internet where, like, they clips and bits from, like, streams that they've done. They did a lot of streaming, basically talking about Q drops as they happened, uh, presenting a lot of information, you know, doing recaps and things like this. Again, making it more marketable for a general audience, for the people who don't go to the dark corners of the internet. Imagine that's your life, that you're waiting to live stream some random schmuck dropping a bunch of bullshit on fucking Janboard. Mm -hmm. Like, God, going places. <laughs> now, some people who watched these YouTube streams, uh, who were very observant and, you know, a little bit skeptical, uh, picked up on several things that raised some eyebrows. In particular, things like Rogers logging into the 8chan account of Q. Uh, where they... <laughs> yeah, here is where it comes out, right? Uh, yeah, you done fucked up now, boy! <laughs> they quickly cut away uh, from that, <laughs> claiming that he had a leg cramp and saying, oh, sorry. Uh, at one yeah, point... Sorry, he had a leg cramp. That's why I logged in this account over here. <laughs> uh, some people uh, in the chat pointed out, it's like, how did they... How did you just post his cue and things like this? Uh, in one live stream video, uh, the co-host of the show pointed out that uh, Rogers was reading something uh, that was not among the cue drops. It was actually authored anonymously, but Rogers was presenting it as something that Q said. Rogers' explanation was that Q had forgotten to sign in. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Like... <laughs> There, there were, like, quite a few of these slip-ups. It, it, it's very clear. Like, it's worrisome, right? How can you look at this and, like, think it's legit? How dumb are you? Here's the thing, it's right? terrifying. These people vote. <laughs> now, you have to keep in mind, too, that the information filtration that happens on the Internet, so 
you know, it gets posted on 8chan, then it goes to Reddit, then it goes to a live stream, then it goes to some other YouTube, then it's posted on, like, there, there's multiple levels of removal for each of these. So the average baby boomer who is starting to buy into this stuff isn't going to know about this live stream. So some people who have seen it or who have, you know, shown it to other people will say, oh yeah, this seems like a giant grift. But that information doesn't spread throughout every corner of, of where this conspiracy theory can reach. Yeah, um, I'm going to kind of reach on analogy here. But it's like, you know, Yelp reviews of a restaurant or whatever, you know. A hundred people go there, 99 have a great time, one has a shitty time. You don't go post if you had a great time, you go post if you had a shitty time. This is the same sort of thing that, you know, they get out there, they get it in front of a hundred people. 99 of them know it's bullshit, but it doesn't matter. They got the one, and the one's going to go tell their people, and a hundred of them, one of them's going to bite, and so on and so forth. You don't need a majority. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was thought-provoking, wasn't it? No, it was. Like, I can't think of a better analogy. That's exactly it, right? It's like all you need to get is that 1% to spread it and you know eventually like the numbers just increase it's not is not exponential or anything but it's effective yeah as long as you get somebody they're going to tell their somebodies and they're going to get one and then you get to 2021 mhm mhm absolutely okay so i think now as i said before it certainly seems like uh, Rogers, Ferber, and Diaz were running a giant grift here, that they were actually the ones who posted, his, or at least one of them, at least Rogers in this case, because a lot of the evidence seems to point to him. But also, there's other evidence that, you know, Ferber's behind it as well. Uh, Diaz, if one of those people were uh, QAnon, then Diaz probably knew. This is a grift. Even if they fully believe that QAnon was real, this is still a grift, because they're, they're making money off of this. Yeah. I mean, any opportunity for these guys. And when you see rubes, it doesn't really matter what they're into. If you know they're gullible, I mean, we had a president that made a nice little living off of this. Mm-hmm. You see a bunch of schmucks, you're like, hey, I like that too. You want to buy this? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the point is, is that uh, this couldn't be maintained for long. Uh, luckily, they didn't need to, uh, because we'll, we'll get to why in a moment. Now, the Patriot Soapbox YouTube, as I mentioned, is gone. Patriot Soapbox still exists as a website. Uh, don't bother going there now, because they will ban anyone who mentions QAnon, because they're trying to disassociate themselves from it entirely. They're just moving on with like other conspiracy theories, uh, QAnon is, is no longer has a home at Patriot Soapbox. So uh, <laughs> Rogers and Diaz are still sort of tied in with this. Ferber's a bit of a different story. We'll get to him in a moment. The Reddit is gone. As of March 2018, all of them are kicked off. Ferber was banned from Reddit much, much earlier because he actually released personal information of one of the Reddit users uh, on that forum, he was banned relatively quickly in the life of that rep. 
No doxing. That's kind of <laughs> universal. Now, let's keep in mind here, we're only talking about three months worth of stuff. This happened at the end of October. We're moving on to 8chan now. This is December. Okay? So not a lot of time has elapsed, and these people are gaining a lot of traction. Yeah. Um, disturbingly so. D- yes. At a rate that it does not deserve. <laughs> now, something happened on the uh, 6th or 5th or 6th of January, 2018, that would take this all in a bit of a different direction. All right. <laughs> so, uh, let me just give a little bit of background about 8chan. Now, 8chan is very similar to 4chan in the sense that it's an image board, right? You have to start a thread with an image, and you can post and discuss a topic, okay? now Yeah, you can discuss the naked child that you just posted. Horrible people. Absolutely horrible people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the absolute worst. The, 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 these are the people who are too disgusting for 4chan, basically. Yeah, and the more you think about that, the worse it gets. But go on. Now, the thing about 4chan is, as I mentioned before, they have various different boards, right? They have, like, one for politics, they have one for origami, they have one for random ideas, they have some for porn and things like this, okay? But you cannot create boards on 4chan. You have to post within whatever framework they've already set up there. 8chan is a little bit different, or was, because 8chan is actually shifted around a little bit, and we'll get to that in our later episode. But you could create your own boards, right? Users could create their own section, basically. Uh, So if I wanted to go on there and create a section about, you know, I don't know, like growing lemon trees, I could do that, okay? And this is what happened. I mean, that's what you want to give those people is creative license. <laughs> Good God. Anyway. Uh, a nightmare. Okay. So Q, or whoever purported to be Q, moved from 4chan over to 8chan. And uh, they started posting on something known as a board called The Storm, which was created by Q themselves. Okay? Mm-hmm. Stormfront. Yeah, we'll get into the storm in our next episode because, like, there's going to be a lot of terms like calm before the storm and, like, where we go one and where we go all. There's a whole pile of vocabulary that follows along with QAnon. We'll get I'm into that. I'm looking forward to this series, even though it makes me very angry. <laughs> anyway, so I'd like to refer to this post on the 6th of January, 2018. Okay? So... This post was posted by Q on that day. Test. Codemonkey. Please log and confirm IDEN. Okay? Now, let me explain that a little bit. Codemonkey would be uh, the account of... Uh, I, I should know this. It's either uh, Jim Watkins or Ron Watkins. I think it's Ron Watkins. Uh, he is the owner of the 8chan board. Okay, so it says here, test code monkey. Please <laughs> what a great guy, and boy is he proud. Oh boy, we'll get we'll get to the Watkinses. The, <laughs> the Watkinses is is yeah. Is. If if you if you needed like a face to go along with the cesspool that is eight chan, look up Jim Watkins and Ron Watkins. They are ugh. anyway. Okay, or look up Harlan Hill. Okay, I'm I'm getting to a point here. I I don't want to break my flow. Okay, so. Basically, Q is logging on here, and he's saying, you know, CodeMonkey, uh, owner of the board, please confirm my identity, okay? 
There's a reply. CodeMonkey, once IDEN validated, can you provide a secure board to post under your control to prevent future issues? IP slash device kept the same for your verification. IP slash trip secured at highest level. Big events incoming. Q. Okay, the very next post. Trip exclamation mark 2N is fake. IP today is same as always and secured. If mods are stating otherwise, board is compromised. Q. Next post. <laughs> do, do you see what's going on here, Biscuit? I think I'm starting to. Let's get to the next one. Okay. Post, uh, next post. Posted four to five times today. We anticipated life to be short on each platform given verification and message spreading rapidly. We can limit outside exposure but cannot protect against internals. BO, please advise IP regarding the and verify site still safe off. Q. Next post. False. Did they get to you? Board compromised. Q. And then, there will be no further posts on this board under this ID. This will verify the trip is safeguarded and in our control. This will verify this board is compromised. God bless each and every one of you. Fight, fight, fight. So they're kind of making a buffer for if any bullshit comes out. They're like, oh, that was compromised. That wasn't me. It's not that it was uh, a buffer. But what's happened here is the Q account has just been stolen. <laughs> but I thought he had top secret clearance. How could this happen to such a smart man? What happened here is whoever was posting as Q, uh, so probably either Paul Ferber or uh, Coleman Rogers, okay, they are posting on this board. And uh, at one point, someone behind the controls has said, Code Monkey, please log and confirm IDEN, okay? And is basically saying, this board is not secure. Can you transfer this to a secure board under a secure trip code, a secure identification? And, you know, whoever controls the Q account is replying, hey, no, that trip code is fake. Uh, this is the same as it's always been. The board is compromised. They're having an argument back and forth. And basically... The Q account is being hijacked and shifted over to the control of the people who run 8chan. Aw, oh, man. So we're losing that insight from this guy? <laughs> Jeez. Now, Paul Ferber has spoken out to... <laughs> and He's like, look at me. <laughs> look at me. I'm the Q now. <laughs> Paul Ferber, who is probably the person who was posting his cue originally, has proclaimed loudly to anyone who will listen that after this date, anything posted by Q is fake. Now, he... <laughs> so was everything before it. <laughs> he maintains that Q has been hijacked and that is under the control of somebody else. Okay? Now, there are a few ways that he would know this if he was in contact with Q. In which case, if he was, he keeps it behind his own paywall so that he can continue to make money off of it. Or, he was Q himself. Yeah! In the, in the second case, right, if he is Q himself, he can never really fully prove this because he would have to admit that he was Q all along. You know, ruining yep. his grip. So, basically, it's that one. Yeah. Uh, if, he was, <laughs> <laughs> if he was in intimate contact with Q... I don't mean intimate, like, okay, whatever, you get what I mean. Yeah, he fucked you. <laughs> if he was in close contact with Q, then he's still a grifter because he's, like, you know, setting up this paywall where he can get fame and money out of all of this. 
by, you know, standing on the pulpit of someone who claims to be an insider in the White House, who is clearly not, because none of the predictions have ever come true. Paul Ferber has gone on to claim that uh, another user on 4chan, under the nickname Big Dick Anon, is actually... <laughs> Those guys are anonymous, they'll tell you. Uh, is actually... I know, I'm part of the club. <laughs> hey! Sorry. Is, is actually is actually the real true Q posting under a new name. And at that point, I have to be like, go ahead, like, just fuck off, man. Just fuck off at this point. Uh, this guy clearly wants to have his pipeline to Q, or what he calls the real Q, to maintain his grip, to maintain his fame, and things like this. Imagine if that's what you're holding on to. <laughs> like... For whatever, for whatever the you know, once I made the fries at McDonald's. <laughs> for whatever like, reason, okay, great, buddy. For whatever reason, Ferber's claims of hijacking and his claims that the real Q is actually this big dick anon have not gained have not gained traction. I can. I'm gonna go ahead and add them having a big dick to the list of lies about Q. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the end of this first part of our show, uh, because now the control of Q has shifted to someone else, and things go to some very strange places. Stay tuned next time for Live From My Ass, it's Saturday night. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's about to get stupid. It, it, it wasn't already? I mean, I was on it, so yes. But it's about to get, like, our listeners' level of stupid. <laughs> so, that's the story of QAnon so far. These are the origins, and we've only covered about three or four months' worth of stuff. Uh, from its inception, to its initial traction, to its actual hijacking, uh, and then it was put into the hands of the Watkinsons, who we will talk about next episode. So, Biscuit, I've got to ask, what have we learned from this? <laughs> I mean, it's what are we going to learn, because we're still in 2018 on this, aren't we? Yeah. Thereabouts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's one thing we didn't learn today, it's geography. <laughs> I'd like I said Poland was France. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, I'm going to invite people to come back uh, to join us for our next episode where we discuss the new directions of QAnon up until the present day, assuming that we're able to fit it all in one episode. But uh, I'd like to finish on a bit of a serious note here uh, that... These are the beginnings of QAnon, and what it will go on to do to people is tragic. There have been families that have been broken up by yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, it's like a lot of cults. At first, you're like, ah, that's dumb, it's kind of funny, and then, like, it gets less funny. Because mm -hmm. some people don't know when to break off, and... um I mean, I heard there was a thing at the Capitol a while ago. <laughs> that 
was so close to being way worse. Uh, I'd like to refer people to a subreddit called QAnon Casualties. If you have a chance, go and look it up. It's all stories of people who have had uh, girlfriends, uh, husbands, wives, boyfriends, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, who have had a wedge driven into their families by this QAnon conspiracy. And the stories are saddening to read. This really has affected a lot of people. And it's, yeah. it's one thing to say that these people are just stupid, but the reality is, is that sometimes intelligent people can get sucked in to things because they have nothing else, because they, they, they want a connection. Basically what I'm saying is call your mom. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a friend um, that my wedding, which, you know, I got divorced, so haha, but he was the best man at my wedding, uh, intelligent guy, my best friend all through high school into my 20s, early 30s, and he went full Alex Jones, and I don't talk to him anymore. Like, this shit, like, it gets to a point that it's not funny anymore, so you gotta stomp it out. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's your friend, right? Like, you can't just write it off and say that he was stupid, right? That that doesn't work. It 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 almost it it ruins the humanity to say, well, it's just stupidity. It's like, no, these people there there's a void in the world. There's trouble in the world. It's like we all have hard lives we have to deal with, and some people the only way they can deal with it is turn to a community that's going to take them to a very dark place. Like that's what happens you know, with things like drug addictions and cults and things like that, it, it's the Absolutely. same sort of idea, right? So, Especially right now. Yeah. When we're going through all this other shit and you just want something to, you know, give you a hug. So, so give somebody a hug in person and be like, don't go to QAnon, I love you. Yeah. And, well, I mean, give them a hug from six feet away. Uh, of course. Or just wave to him, be like, "I would if I could." Yeah. All right. T tell tell the people you know that you love them. Like, just as an example here, uh, Biscuit, are you familiar with the name Virginia Guffrey? Uh, yes and no. Uh, Virginia Guffrey was one of the people who was uh, trafficked and sold as part of Jeffrey Epstein's teenager sex ring. If if the name sounds familiar to people, she's one of the people who has accused Prince Andrew. Of being yeah, one of there you go. Uh, of being one of Epstein's clients and claiming that you know she was forced to have sexual relations. Well, she was she was raped by Prince Andrew basically. Now she has tweeted. She hasn't come out and said that she believes in QAnon or anything like that, but she has tweeted QAnon slogans and things like this. And can you blame her? No, that's one of the ones that you'd understand it and. Honestly, the more and more you hear about this international rich people sex ring thing, it's real. Yes. Okay? I'll put that one out there. But it's not what fucking some idiot on 4chan saying. Right? Like, like there is something out there, but it, yeah, you, you, be very wary of who you're listening to. You, you cannot blame her for believing in the idea of, of a child sex trafficking ring because she was 
entrapped by one. Okay? Like yeah. these things do exist. It's just, it's not in the direction that you're looking. Like Donald Trump is hailed as the savior. He was a friend of Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein. Okay? Uh, yeah. And I mean, we don't need to go into the Ivanka things, but I mean, he's, uh, he's done and said some weird shit. Uh, Virginia Guffrey was recruited, not not into the sex ring, it was under false pretenses, but she was recruited by uh, Ghislaine, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell? Jeffrey Epstein's sure. wife. Yes, anyway. Yeah. She was recruited by Jeffrey Epstein's wife at Mar-a-Lago. I, I mean, there's, there's something. Okay. I'm just not going to act like I got the... Well, maybe I'll just go on fucking HN and say that I know and <laughs> we're not drive gonna th- the narrative how I want it to go. We're not going to throw around accusations here. We're going to get into things like Epstein and stuff like that as we continue, as we discuss this further. But for now, I want to end it here. And I think it's important to remember that as dumb as some of this might sound to you, to people who are in crisis, to people who are lacking, like... Uh, some sort of emotional fulfillment not always because of their own fault uh, sometimes just getting stuck in depression they can be susceptible to these things so you know have a heart when it comes to dealing with these people and I hope that everyone's going to come back for a second episode you better (laughs) I know where you are I got the fucking data or whatever from the uh, Spotify's Uh, Biscuit has no data he has no idea how to do any of this computer stuff Uh, I do it all I will just start randomly killing people if you don't come back. And you'll have that on your conscience. Do we have anything to plug, Biscuit? Um, I've been playing Wreckfest on the Xbox lately. You guys want to come play with me? Bungus69, add me. There we go. All right. Go play some Xbox with Biscuit. Uh, please tweet us at BigBadNonsense. Write us an email at BigBadNonsense at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, send some questions. Stump the Biscuit. You know what? The first person to tweet this episode with a link to their OnlyFans, Biscuit will subscribe to you. Yeah, sure. I'll <laughs> sign on that. <laughs> For at least a month. Uh, that's that's not going to happen. Nobody's going to do that. No, that would require me tweeting it, which is like 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway... Pod people, it's great to know that you've been listening. Please come back and join us in the future. This is the end of the show. Yeah, it is. I see what you were so giggly about. <laughs> Been looking forward to that, haven't you? <laughs> I I honestly thought that, you know, your initial reaction would be like, oh shit, but you would actually do okay. <laughs> I got Italy and Russia. <laughs> and the UK. <laughs>
In the UK, I mean, <laughs> you gotta admit, at the point I said that, that one was in doubt. <laughs> like, there was a chance I was gonna fuck that one up. <laughs> Which one is France and he picks German? <laughs> and then I picked Poland. <laughs> and then you picked Poland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a master's degree. <laughs> In journalism, right? <laughs> and I wanted to be a war correspondent. <laughs> you can't make that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> How did you pass? I've never been prouder to be an American than right now. 